Step back three on the way. And he's got another one. Jamal Murray. And they want to post up to Joker. They want to take advantage of this matchup. Don't we see that at least once a game from Jokic to someone? Outside Jokic for the lead. Have you been in these sessions before? I've said this like 10 times. And I'm not writing your article for you. Ask one of your colleagues. He's magnificent. It's winner go home. Three points. And Bobo, hey, hey I'll tell you, young fella, don't go chasing waterfalls right there. Yeah, thank you, whoever did this. What is going on, Nuggets Nation? It's your boy, Anilo Piero of Mile High Sports, back at it again with another installment of the Denver Nuggets podcast right here on the Mile High Sports Podcast Network. Hope everybody is doing well here on this Sunday afternoon, 1157 for me here in the Mile High City. And uh, let's go off the beaten path here. So I live in Broomfield, and if you guys were on Twitter, if you, it was probably on the nightly news as well. You probably heard about this flight that just uh, pretty much almost crashed in Broomfield. It didn't almost crash, but it had engine failure over the city of Broomfield. And debris from one of the engines basically like spewed over a portion of the city in, in the Commons Park and... A massive chunk of the plane ended up in the front in somebody's front lawn, like inches away from their house and inches away from their car. Just a crazy situation. If you haven't if you haven't seen this, go on Twitter, go on Google, just type in Broomfield Plane. I'm sure it would come up on that. But uh, there's like this crazy video out there right now of just like this engine like on fire, like exploding. And oh my gosh, it's so terrifying. I mean, how how, how the hell? If you're on that flight, how the hell do you get on a plane after that again? And, and it's so ironic that this happens to be a United flight of all you know of all airline carriers because if you remember it was 2017 i believe it was when you know they united had that incident where they dragged that uh the doctor off the plane and that was a whole fiasco caught on video and that led to a massive lawsuit and here we are again now with united uh with one of their plane engines essentially failing over a suburban city where i mean it's just so crazy i mean like of all so in broomfield like where a majority of the debris was found is in the commons park which is like a you know a massive recreation area for you know sports and youth activities like there's a huge turf you know football field there's probably like over a dozen soccer fields parks the whole nine i mean it's a massive massive you know development stretching from like 136 like almost all the way down to 120 it's like 136 all the way down to like midway um if you've been in broomfield so it's a it's a massive space you know that encompasses that's you know kind of right smack dab in the middle of uh of the town but it's not it's it's open so it's it's crazy that like a bunch of the debris that ended up falling from the sky you know happens to land in this place where it's just you know open field you know just you know a handful of you know feet not even feet, you know, but like a block over and you're crushing people's houses and cars, you know, but just so happens to land in this open field. So crazy stuff. And then, like I said, there was a massive piece of the engine that nearly landed on someone's house and on their car and just ended up like right in between the two. It's just, it's incredible how like nobody got hurt, but there's like these atrocious video, these, these videos that are coming out online that are horrifying. And the other thing is like, I was talking about this with some buddies and, and doing a little research on the topic as well. 
you know, it appears that these planes these days are over, you know, over designed, you know, to handle a situation like that. So I guess planes, you know, are are more than equipped to handle a situation like when one of their engines fail. I think even like if two of their engines fail, like in regards to getting a safe landing or so, I just, you know, planes are over engineered these days to, you know, basically try to combat every single situation known to man, you know, for the most part, obviously, it's not going to have a total success rate. But yesterday, I think was an example of, you know, why over engineering is a good thing, you know, in the, uh, flight industry so just wanted to start there because something that like happened literally two minutes away from where i live like i could get to the commons park like yeah in probably two minutes so just wild stuff you know that's happening in your backyard sometimes but uh this is the denver nuggets podcast hope everybody is doing well and we're gonna take this episode in a different direction today and i want to try out something new so if you guys uh follow me on twitter at media by ap you guys know that i do a lot of betting um, I've been working with a company called Denver Sports Betting since uh, August of 2019, just working to kind of develop a, a community of local sports bettors, you know, who want to be educated and informed when it pertains to betting on our local teams, right? So uh, that's kind of carried over here to my work at Mile High Sports. We've got some exciting stuff in the works, uh, you know, some potential collaboration and, and some other things on the radio side. So, very, you know, keep it under wraps for now, but uh, stay tuned with that. But anyway, I just wanted to go ahead and take this in a in a betting direction for today show it's a sunday afternoon game they're playing here at about 5 30 you know it's who wants to listen to me ramble on for 30 40 minutes about jamal murray or mpj right i mean i've done enough of that in the last couple of podcasts so let's try to make you guys some money in this one and let's go ahead and analyze this game from a betting perspective in a quick manner so i'm you know probably this will be 10 to 15 it'll be you know i did a little intro there spiel on the on the plane so shooting for under 15 minutes with this podcast but yeah, let me know what you guys think as well. Follow me on social media at Media by AP. Uh, this will be on Mile High Sports, Spreaker, all that good stuff. Let me know what you think of this format. Would you prefer the longer form podcast, uh, or do you want this quick digestible betting preview podcast, or even maybe a mix of the two? Uh, moving forward, let me know on social media, guys at Media by AP. But uh, the Denver Nuggets, they have a game tonight against the Atlanta Hawks, and I think it's going to be a good one. Tip off at five thirty Mountain Time. And I think this is a real good test for the Denver Nuggets for a few reasons. But, you know, Atlanta's 12-17 and 17 this season, so, you know, they're not all that good. Uh, and the Eastern Conference is really not great either, so that's not saying much. You know, it's not like they're playing in the West where, you know, 12-17 and 17 is, you know, meaning something here. So, you know, Denver on a little bit of a roll here following their latest win against the Cleveland Cavaliers. They managed to cover the spread their last time out. Uh, I believe they won, what, 120-108, to 108, if I remember correctly. Uh, Denver was about the eight or nine point favorite in that one. So this is an interesting game for Denver, though, from a betting perspective, you know, so I did my video this morning from Ally Sports. And my the big question I pose is, can Denver keep up with the high octane level of offense that the Hawks play? And it really kind of comes down to one player, and that person's going to be Jamal Murray. And obviously, if you watched the last game, you saw him go off for 50 points without even, you know, having to go to the charity stripe. And that's extremely impressive. I mean, he he's really turned it on the last five games, averaging 31 points per game, and really starting to look more and more like the Jamal Murray that we thought we were going to get following his stupendous run throughout the bubble. Uh, obviously, that has not been the case you know, through uh, nearly 50% of the season, I believe we're at like 40% through now, 
uh, you know, through however many games we've played. I did the math before the last game when we were at like 38%. So we're coming up on that halfway point of the season. And uh, it seems like Jamal Murray, at least in this short spurt of this five game stretch, you know, it seems like he's really starting to turn on the Jets, turn on the, you know, his, his mental, you know, awareness, just everything, you know, he's really playing well uh, from an offensive sense. And, you know, the good thing about Jamal Murray is as frustrating as the first portion of the season has been for his, you know, cons- you know, in regards to his consistency. Uh, you know, he's put it, you, you can see the effort night in, night out. I mean, he gets a little banged up, he gets a little frustrated, but I mean, you cannot question the will and desire of Jamal Murray, you know, on a night in and night out basis. So I think it, it's nice to see some shots finally starting to fall for him. And it's, you know, my, my running theory, not my running theory, my running take, you know, with everything is it's so frustrating here, you know, as someone that covers a team and, and wants to see the team succeed, you know, that Nikola Jokic is playing is at this extreme MVP level. And, you know, they can't really get anyone to, to you know, rally behind that. But if Jamal can get going, you know, this is a Nuggets team, you know, that has, is far from their best. You know, we've, we have not even, they haven't even come close to hitting their stride this season. So, you know, Jamal Murray getting going, it could only lead to good things for the Denver Nuggets. Uh, but as it pertains to tonight's game, the Nuggets are the three point favorite. We've seen a, a little bit of action, a little bit of movement here. Maybe Denver been bet down now to two and a half. Uh, you know, which was enticing. And I'll straight up say it. I took Atlanta in this game. And I'll, I'll go ahead and just preface it with this. I don't trust the Nuggets yet. And I don't want you guys to think that I'm just being sour. I'm being down. I mean, look at my betting slip. I've lost a lot of money betting on the Nuggets uh, because I think a lot of these lines are manageable. And I, I think tonight's line is more than manageable. I mean, in a normal sense, you know, I, I think I would take the Nuggets in this game, particularly with Murray playing this well, but I, I just don't trust them yet. I mean, you look at their, con- you know, look at who they just beat, the Cleveland Cavaliers, you know, a, a team that is significantly worse, you know, than the Atlanta Hawks in the Eastern Conference in, in regards to overall talent, you know, and they didn't even have Kevin Love in, the, in both of the games that, you know, Denver's played against Cleveland. You know, I mean, those wins are give me wins. You know, I, I look at some of these other losses, though, you know, that, that Washington loss is still really bugging me. You know, the way that they kind of crapped out there at the end of that Boston game as well. At the end of the day, the reason I'm taking Atlanta from an overarching perspective in this game is because I'm not ready to trust the Denver Nuggets. I'm not ready to trust Jamal Murray. Listen, and I always say I'd rather be wrong and have the Denver Nuggets win and cover, you know, with me betting against them than me be right and win money. At the end of the day, I, I truly, and, and this is kind of with responsible betting, you know, I don't bet the house when I bet the Nuggets, you know, it's, it's a responsible amount. It's, you know, a little fun, a little action here and there, right? Um, you know, so at that token, I, you know, it's not the worst thing in the world. You know, it sucks to lose when you're betting, but I'd rather see the hometown team win. I'd rather be wrong about betting against my team or betting against our hometown team, you know, than profiting big time off their losses. But basically at the end of the day, like I said, I I just don't trust this team. You know, I I, I think that like this win against Cleveland was massive. It was a good step in the right direction. They have some momentum, but when have we seen the Nuggets been able to kind of parlay that momentum into a handful of wins, let alone a handful of covers and, and to kind of dissect this a little bit more, right? You know, if this is Memphis, if this is Orlando, if this is, I don't know, um, Indiana or Chicago, you know, it's a little different, but the fact that Atlanta is such a high octane offense is what scares me the most because consistency has been what's shied away from the Nuggets the most here as of late. Uh, you know, if we we know Nikola Jokic is good for probably 20-25 a night, if not, he can go for way more if he needs to, right? Jamal Murray's been a wild card. Michael Porter Jr. has been a wild card. We know they can go for 25 plus a night, but they've been unable to kind of string that together consistently, you know, aside from Murray here recently, um, you know, but is he going to be able to keep it up for a sixth straight game? Is he going to be able to average 31 points a game? And, and the big question is, is that going to even be enough? 
you know, to hang with this Atlanta Hawks team. This Hawks team, in their last seven contests, the over is cash. And we're looking at an over of 232.5 today. So needless to say, you know where I'm going with that one. Because I, I think, you know, regardless of what Jokic can do, if one of those two in Murray and MPJ can't step up, then we're screwed. I mean, they're not going to be able to keep up with these guys. You know, we've seen them really, particularly in the second unit. You know, I know Facundo Campazzo has been a little bit better, uh, but no Jamichael Green, no Paul Millsap. That's going to allow Atlanta to score a lot more. We'll be able to drive to the hoop, um, you know, and get and get some points. And, and Trey Young's a stud. So, you know, I, I, I worry about this team collectively, the Nuggets, uh, you know, in regards to how they're going to slow down, you know, one of the most prolific offenses in the NBA, you know, probably the most prolific offense that we've seen in the NBA in a minute. You know, the, I mean, this is a team that can run it up 130, 140 on you, you know, if they really want to. Um, you know, so this is going to be a high scoring event in my, in my personal opinion, I think, you know, Gary Harris still being listed day to day. That's pretty indicative of where he's at physically and, and, you know, with his health. So, um, yeah, I'm just not ready to trust Denver. You know, that's, that's kind of what it comes down to here for me. You know, I'm ready to trust Nikola Jokic. And like I said, I hope Jamal Murray is able to come out and put forth some fantastic minutes and you, who knows, you know, um, what's it called? The, uh, the Hawks are a little undersized. So hopefully, you know, MPJ can take advantage of some of those matchups, but you know, speaking of MPJ, he's looked completely lost out there. I mean, he he's just in his own head at this point. And it makes sense. He's, what, 22 years old? It's, it's going to take time, you know, to kind of grow and mature into a true elite player in the NBA. But, man, it, it's it's just, at the end of the day, it's the Nuggets. You know, it's Nug life. And, and I would not be surprised if they came out firing and they managed to, you know, dominate against a lesser opponent. But, you know, just... Let me go. Let me pull up some of these trends. This will help really paint a picture of just how you know much Denver has struggled, you know, especially on the road from a betting perspective. And I just, I don't know. Like Atlanta at home, they're the home dog. Oh, there we go. The uh, daily text message in the podcast. Um, I, I just don't. I don't trust Denver in this game. I really, I really don't. Like I said, I hope I'm wrong, but I'm not ready to, you know. Back, I'm not ready to put my money there yet. And I've picked Denver probably like the last seven or eight games in a row. And I think that this is the game where I'm going to go against them. Well, I am going against them. Uh, let's take a look here at some betting trends. The Nuggets are 1-5 against the spread in their last six meetings in Atlanta. Nuggets are 2-8 and eight against the spread in their last 10 meetings straight up. And the under, believe it, get this, is 5-2 and two in their last seven meetings in Atlanta. I take that with a grain of salt because Trey Young wasn't there for a majority of them. Or if he was, uh, he was very, very young. So it, that's, uh, look at that, Trey Young, young, uh, Look at that pun. Uh, and then, you know, just speaking of the Hawks and their high-octane high offense, the over, like I said, is cash in their last seven games overall. Over 6-0 and in the Hawks' last game when playing on one day of rest. Uh, and here's a little trend if you do want to bet the Nuggets in this game. The Hawks, and o- the Hawks are 0-4 against the spread in their last four games versus a team with a winning road record. But uh, let's go ahead and take a look here at some betting trends for the Nuggets. Uh, the Nuggets are just 1-5 against the spread in their last six road games combined. Nuggets are one and four in their last five road games versus a team with a losing home record. So I think that kind of paints a picture of just the the level of insecure insecurity, the level of inconsistency uh, that the Nuggets have been playing with, you know, as of late. And both of these teams are wild cards, right? I mean, any given night, Atlanta can look like a playoff team, and then the next night they can look like one of the worst teams in the Eastern Conference. That's why you know they're they're a handful of games under five hundred. But uh, the same could be said for the Denver Nuggets. And Nikola Jokic has pretty much single-handedly kept this team afloat uh, for a majority of this season. So I don't know. I, I just, at the end of the day, I'm not ready to uh, pull the trigger on the Denver Nuggets in this one. And usually I'm, I'm 
free flying, but just I like the Hawks. You know, they're an interesting team. I just they're a high octane team, a high scoring team, and I think Denver's gonna struggle to beat a team that can score 120 plus points a night. You know, I know Denver's good for offense and they can score a lot of points themselves, but is Jamal Murray going for 25 plus a night or 25 plus going to be enough? You know, maybe the off chance Jokic has an off night. You know, I just, there, there's a lot of, we've seen too much inconsistency from this team for me to feel confident betting them, you know, as a, as a home, as a home, uh, or excuse me, as a road favorite. So that's kind of my stance on it all, but let's go ahead and put a bow on this podcast, guys. Let me know what you think about this new format again on social media at media by AP. Give me a follow there. Let me know what you guys think. Uh, with this little kind of quick little spiel with the betting preview. But uh, again, follow me on social media at Media by AP. Stay up to date with all of our Denver Nuggets content on milehighsports.com as well. And uh, we'll be back next week with three brand new, fresh, ready-to-go podcasts. We'll talk to you then. Have a good one, folks.